0: 40. KYCR Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. Stream on the go with the free business 1440 app. With well, SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The U.S. has given final go-ahead now to the nation's first COVID-19 vaccine, launching emergency vaccinations in a bid to end the pandemic. In a statement, President Trump said the Food and Drug Administration has done a good job in approving
1: it. I have really good news Today, our nation has achieved a medical miracle. We have delivered a safe and effective vaccine in just nine months. This is one of the greatest scientific accomplishments in history. It will save millions of lives and soon end the pandemic once and for all.
0: And President Trump yesterday calling it a medical miracle. Those doses will go out to every state, but only a few million at first. That means there is just enough to vaccinate those in most dire need, including nursing home On Wall Street, it was a winning session for the Dow on Friday. It was up 47 points at 30,046. This is SRN News.
1: We're here with another
0: satisfied JTR roofing customer.
1: What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced.
2: Why did you choose JTR Roofing?
1: After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that they were offering as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR.
2: What did you think of the work JTR did?
1: The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work
3: from JTR.
4: Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com.
3: I'm on my third child and also on my third vehicle at Grove Hyundai. I'm Christelle from Mendota Heights. did my research on high rated vehicle, good value, and that brought me right to Hyundai. So now I'm on my third and also my third child, uh, which brought up the need to upgrade the vehicle again, so now I'm in a Santa Fe. And Hyundai brings a lot of features to the table for not a lot of money. And considering I'm taking my kids in the vehicle, it's also a really highly rated vehicle as far as safety. So, Invergrove Hyundai was able to work out just a great deal. The staff and the salespeople, Really did uh, close the deal for me because everyone has been just a joy to deal with.
5: Every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty 10 year, 100,000 mile limited powertrain and Hyundai assurance. You deserve a great car buying experience, and that's what you'll get at Inver Grove Hyundai. Online at InverGroveHyundai.com.
4: The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. We're not looking at noise.
6: This thing that we live in starves people. Don't hit me
2: with
4: them negative waves so early in the morning. It's the King Banyan Show.
6: Life in capitalism always ends in billionaires. It's true, it's true.
4: As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you.
6: No one ever makes a billion dollars. You take a billion dollars. Why
1: don't you say something righteous and hopeful for a change?
6: The government is the public, and the public decides what is good for itself. Why don't you dig how beautiful it is out here?
4: It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440.
0: Now go do that do, what you do.
4: Here's King Banyan.
0: Good
7: morning. What's so good about it? It's a little gray out. But it was a good start to the week at least. I hope you got out and enjoyed some of those more lovely 45 and even hit 50 here in St. Cloud. Enough that uh, I was able to get out in a t-shirt and shorts and uh, run across the Mississippi River and back. Um, uh, Up here we call it the Bridges Route. Uh, uh many of our high school uh, cross country teams run the bridges uh after school as part of their practice it's kind of fun to watch them as they go by uh, i i can see one of the bridges from my office uh i can kind of see bo- both bridges but uh, not not altogether that well anyway i got out and enjoyed that and hopefully you've enjoyed this weather uh quite the quite the blessing um so i'm wondering Uh, You're listening to Business 1440 here. Can we declare yesterday VC day? There was VE day, victory in Europe, VJ day, victory in Japan. And I realize in talking about World War II phenomena, I'm actually um, working on on, uh, Mitch Berg's Street Corner. Um, Mitch, of course, on today, one to three over our sister station, AM 1280, the Patriot. But was that, was that victory over COVID this morning's wall street journal in my hand right now? I'll make the Rush Limbaugh sound. Big graphic showing who gets the vaccine when first to get the vaccine, 21 million healthcare personnel. 3 million long term care facility re, uh, residents, 20 million overall here in the U.S. That'll probably slip a little into January. And then the second highest priority essential workers, not non health care. Um, so a lot of other people, right? And then beyond March, third highest priority. 100 million adults with high-risk medical conditions. 53 million adults age 65 plus. That dominates the above the fold of the Wall Street Journal this morning. Now, I was planning this topic to be, maybe I would do it a little bit later, but when I took the, took the journal out of my, out of my uh, paper, I call it the paper tube, I don't know what you call it, the newspaper tube, The tube where the the delivery person sticks it as they drive by your house, right? I get get on weekdays, I get three newspapers in there. On Saturdays, I get my local paper plus the weekend journal. And then Sunday, I get the Sunday local paper. By the way, we'll talk more about that because our new quarterly business report is coming out tomorrow. I'm going to check during the show and see if they've already posted it online. And if they have, I will get you a... I will get you a quick peek and read of it. Otherwise, I'm kind of obligated to keep my keep my uh, head down. But I will tell you, we will have a quarterly business report review. It will be on Zoom and it is free. You can join us. Okay, uh, we do it through the local newspaper here, uh, uh, as the St. Cloud Times. So if you would just go to tickets.sctimes.com tickets.sctimes.com you can join me thursday morning uh seven forty-five to 9 o'clock my talk starts at eight and it's central minnesota focused for sure but we you you get a lot of lessons about what's happening elsewhere in the economy through that lens of looking at a small a smaller city we're not that small people who are listening particularly given that that here we are. If you're listening to us through TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com in the in the live in the live stream of the show, you could be anywhere, right? You could be anywhere. You could you could watch and listen to me through that. So people might not know. So what is Saint Cloud? What's it like? So I tell you. I in case we have new listeners, I live I, I live in the city. I work as a I, for a long time as a as a professor of economics at Saint Cloud State. I'm currently dean of the School of Public Affairs here. Uh, I've been in this community since 1984. Saint Cloud, as a city, is a pretty significant manufacturer of goods and services because um, it's a regional center. We probably have. I think it's fair to say, even compared to Rochester ho- holding uh, holding some uh, medical device and 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 other manufacturers, we have the largest manufacturing sector as a share of our economy of any city in Minnesota. Why that's important is that in this particular recovery from the from the COVID recession of twenty twenty, I think that's. I'm not saying I invented that, but that's how I am going to refer to it from here on, is the COVID recession of 2020. Because I don't think it's a W. I don't think it's any of that. That news, VC day, Vic, okay, vaccine for COVID day, yesterday, is makes it pretty clear to me, that you might still get a swoosh kind of recovery of some kind. But what you can rule out, what I think we can rule out now, are two of the letters we hypothesize even as recently as June or July. And that is, one, a double-dip recession. I don't see that happening. Okay, Barring some other external event, Okay, I remind people, yes, we had a double-dip recession in 2000 and 2001. Kind of, sort of. One of them was the tech bubble bust. The other one was 9-11. Those are two separate exogenous events. We were talking about the W-shaped recession as being connected to a single event called COVID. That's not going to happen. I feel very comfortable making a declarative statement and not trying to hedge it or any way. I, I really believe that that's not going to happen. Nor can you argue, I believe, based on the data we've received in looking at the third quarter GDP numbers and where fourth quarter GDP is likely going, you cannot think, I believe, that it's an L-shaped recovery. Okay, If you look at the current GDP forecast, Okay, Uh, that that we're seeing out there. Goldman Sachs is at plus five percent for fourth quarter GDP. Merrill Lynch is at six. Uh, The New York Fed, the New York Fed's now cast, which has usually been on the low side of all the estimates, is at two and a half. And the Atlanta Fed, which is at the high side, has always been at the high side, has been at 11.2. Now, the two now casts have behaved kind of weirdly through the covid recession but all four the two done by the the two done by forecasters using their own judgments along with data in places that are placing large money bets on the economy they're at 5 and 6% and the the two mechanical forecasts are they average out in that very same area they just happen to be more more extreme to one side or the other this is this news I believe is news that says, says you can take the L shaped recovery and you can take the W shaped recovery and you can take those off the table now so the media turns to use a different letter and I get it in a number of conversations the K shaped recovery not something we used at all during the two thousand eight two thousand nine Great Financial Crisis, or the Great Recession, or whatever term you use for that, I, t- I often use the initials the GFC uh, for the for the Great Financial Crisis of two thousand seven two thousand eight, and 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 a a second bursted bubble. Um, you know, within a single decade, uh, and. And that was a very low and flat recession. This one seems to be bouncing back a fair bit faster. And indeed, unlike what happened with the stock market after the GFC, the the COVID recession of 2020 has featured a stock market that went down in sort of one of those one of those stomach-churning fashions—the one where you where you feels like your your guts have just rocketed up into your throat he you went down so fast you didn't even have time to get ready and then almost in with the same speed not quite but almost the same speed they've come back to to now reaching dow 30,000 this recession is not like the others and certainly vc day would mean we've got really good news. Now, if you've listened to the King Banyan show long enough, you realize that I'm about to do, you've been waiting for it, right? You're waiting for the butt. You're waiting for, on the other hand, you should be, and you're going to get it. But I want to talk about it in two very different ways. First of all, as highlighted by this graphic, and I'm going to see if I can find this on on their webpage and and post it to you so you can see what the heck I'm looking at. Um, As I look at that graphic, okay, question. Why is this how the vaccine gets deployed? Why are we able to draw a graph that looks like that? Okay. Okay. I don't remember seeing a graphic like that for iPhone 12. Why is that? And is this the best way to put the vaccine out? So that bears, I think, a significant question, and that's one of them I want to answer. That's one of those that uh, that's one of those that uh, that we'll, co- we'll cover this morning. The other question I want to cover with you this morning. Is the on again, off again, off again talks about the stimulus bill and a conversation that broke out this morning? If you don't follow us on Twitter, you probably should. You don't have to, you don't even have to have a Twitter account to do this. If you just go to twitter.com and where you see that little search box, you put in the hashtag pound KBRS King Banyan Radio Show. If you put that in, you will find. A conversation this morning that I found to be quite interesting between two of our listeners, Don and Frank, um, trying to talk about the stimulus bill. And because I'm suggesting that I'm suggesting that maybe maybe we've gotten a little bit ahead of ourselves. There are some things that we need to do and there's some things we probably don't need to do with that stimulus bill. And we'll talk about those as well. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business
0: 1440. Stay tuned for more of The King Banyan Show here on Business 1440. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Business 1440. Top shelf choices include TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, our free app, and Radio.com. Optima Tax Relief Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com
5: Thanks to support from Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge, thefishtwincities.com is spreading joy all season long.
6: king wins last down on the feast of Stephen Chestnuts roasting
5: on an open fire in now for the soundtrack of the season, supported by Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Listen in with the
3: free Fish Twin Cities app.
5: Hi, this is Lee at the Kingdom Builders. Matthew 26:41 tells us, watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. My wife encourages me to pray about it all the time. It is pretty much anything. It's very good advice, even in the smallest of matters. This verse makes me think about how we should be attentive to what is going on around us, too. We should stay awake and be ready for the Spirit's prompting and be willing to pray appropriately. Like the Word says in James 4, I ask wrongly so often. I'm thankful that the Word actually tells us even how to ask. If you have any comments about this or other scripture, feel free to contact me at lee at com. That's L-E-E at thekingdombuilders.com. Or you can call us at 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166.
0: She can help you navigate rush hour traffic, even update your shopping list. But most impressive of all, she knows where to find straightforward conversations on investing. Just ask Alexa to play Business Radio 1440.
3: Twin Cities Business Radio.
6: It's a beautiful morning. Ah, I think I'll go outside, Well, I don't know
7: if it's a beautiful morning there, Just sir. Clean, 28 cold. degrees. <laughs> here, we're gonna do it like like we're doing morning drive. Could be worse, it's, King.
4: That's all I'm saying.
7: It's it's ping bong 28 degrees outside at 920 here in St. Cloud. Uh uh yeah it could be worse right yeah aren't you aren't aren't you charming hey king cheer up it could be worse so i cheered up and sure enough it was um i've posted for you now the the graphic that i was looking at this is what greeted me as i opened up my opened up the newspaper tube and pulled out my wall street journal this morning was this picture and and for those of you that are driving don't open your phone don't stop please okay wait till you get home it's up i've got it up on uh, if you are at home and listening listening you've got uh, you've got some uh, you've got some wired device with you um go ahead and and go to pound kbrs or you can follow me at banyan show and you'll see the the graphic right there okay that's what that's what greeted me this morning the piece in the center of the circle of this graphic public health authorities have started setting priorities for who should get the COVID-19 vaccine first based on targets for distribution here's a potential scenario for how doses could be distributed for Pfizer's vaccine and for Moderna's which is next up for authorization that authorization is expected to occur by Friday by Friday and we'll probably have it We'll probably know that it was it was done by next weekend, All right? I am absolutely not getting into the details of the of of the this particular piece. I should I will send I will put on our show. We had a panel. We call them at St. Cloud State in our School of Public Affairs. We call them a pop up seminar. Uh, I had four people come talk about. Uh, the, the vaccine, including a a geographer who could talk about uh, the vaccine elsewhere because his background before he went into uh, geography was in biology he is a He is a biogeologist um, and uh, and and I had a a, a biologist and a, a public health nurse uh, or, or a vaccine nurse who works uh, for our local our local health care system um, so we had a number of people to talk about talk about these issues, and I I, I I thought it was interesting, but one of the things we didn't get to was deciding who goes first, right? So uh, my good friend Ed Morrissey uh, asked the question this morning, um, uh, looks at Operation Warp Speed, you know, talks about uh, the news that o- Operation Warp Speed has delivered this vaccine, and of course President Trump was out last last night, saying the FDA did a great job. I think we got a small clip of that in the news at the top of the hour here on Business 1440. But then Ed writes this. Now comes the questions. Who can and can't take the vaccine, and when can we access it? Providers will get overwhelmed with these questions at first. Patients will be required. Why do you suppose that is? I Now, I, I use briefly the, the iPhone 12 analogy, and I, I'm not going to suggest that that we should distribute vaccines exactly in the way we distribute iPhone 12s. But John Cochran, in a very, very good piece in The Grumpy Economist earlier this week, said, if you're an economist, and I am, you kind of have to start from there, and then figure out why that's not the best way to do it. Because by default, nobody we would never draw this graphic for an iPhone 12. Who gets it first? Those who do the do the work to get in line to pay the money to get it first. Right? Like any scarce good, right? The iPhone 12, there wasn't enough to go around for initial demand, so if you were the first person to get your order in right away, and you put your, you put your eight hundred bucks or your thousand bucks or if you bought that 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 big honking um, iPhone twelve Max Pro, I think that's what they call that thing. Um, I think that runs for twelve fifty. You put your money right down, and they were like, "Yes, we're going to work hard to get that to you right away because we want to put that twelve fifty in our pocket." We know from. Basic economics, the kind of stuff that we we teach here, that one of the results of that bidding process is that it induces more people to step forward and to step forward and try to supply the good to be the the folks that capture those $1,000 bills. I know there aren't $1,000 bills, okay, go with me. that's, that would be what's normal. Now, the reason why that doesn't work, and I haven't heard uh, Cochrane or anyone else express this, is it couldn't work that way because the only rais- the only way Operation Warp Speed was going to work was for government to buy the vaccine. And the only way it could work then would be if government was who was selling you the vaccine and then sold it to the highest bidder. That's the only way it would work in to to have it emulate the iPhone. Unless you decided to get unless you decided not to have operation warp speed and let Pfizer and Moderna and AstraZeneca and, and the other producers negotiate directly with healthcare systems or with CVS and Walgreens or me. So that's what markets would do if I, want the, if I want it faster I will expend resources to try to make sure I'm one of the first people in line where is that story hang on a second here we go from the Financial Times dated December 6 from New Delhi doses of the Corona vaccine developed by AstraZeneca and the University of Oxford could be available for purchase in India as soon as March according to one manufacturer in the first sign that the sought-after jab will make its way onto the private market, Serum Institute of India, the world's largest vaccine manufacturer, has a license to produce the shot and has already manufactured 40 million doses. Once the jab—that's how—that's that's how the British talk about it in, about injections. Once the jab is approved for use, Serum will initially supply the Indian government, but then expects to sell 20 to 30 million doses to private facilities according to Adar Poonawalla, chief executive. Everybody is asking, when I when can I get access to the vaccine? Uh, I've told those guys it's probably going to be March or April, Mr. Poonwalla told the Financial Times. Now, if I'm a fairly wealthy person, wealthy enough to be, have contacts in India, I could buy a plane ticket for whatever that's going to cost, fly to India and get my injection. I don't have to wait to be for my turn in the circle that, the, the circle that describes who's getting the vaccine when t- thanks to public health authorities here in the United States. I can, in some sense, cut the line. Now, I posed this to some friends of mine, including people who are in the medical profession, and they, they said that's unethical. And I said, any scarce good that's going to be distributed, any scarce good is distributed by some means. And that means that that somebody, there's a method that will mean somebody is going to get it before somebody else. Let's suppose I'm in this group listed in the third highest priority. I'm an adult over age 65. I'm not yet. I won't be it's not it's not much longer before I will be. But um I'm not yet. And but let's suppose somebody who is over 65 is already retired living at home um doesn't have a whole lot of friends, doesn't have a real strong desire to to go someplace. But is somewhat cash strapped. Here I am, someone that would love to travel. I work in the, in the community. Um I'm not, I I don't want to reduce the amount of activity I have. But under the distribution system given by the FDA, I'm the one that's told you have to socially distance, you have to wear a mask, you have to not visit family. You have to do all that, and the person over sixty-five who's not going up, they say, "Come on down. You can get an injection." What my friend was saying was, it's immoral for me to go and ask that, Tell that person here, um, I could fly to India and get that shot for eight bucks. That's the price they're going to sell it at, eight dollars. I could go. I could buy a plane ticket to India plus eight dollars and get the injection. In the hotel room that I need while I'm there. But I'll tell you what, instead of giving it to the airline and to the hotel in New Delhi, I'll give you that money and I'll take your spot in the line and I'll get mine first. Oh, King, that would be unethical. But it's, it's so, are we going to prevent people from flying to India? I mean, look up medical tourism. It's a thing. Right? So the U.S. can put this, this restriction in place. They can do that all it wants. But we're still going to end up with people who have the means to do so going to find ways around that line. If they If they feel like that vaccine will improve their lives, right, then that would work. My friend says to me, well, it will do the most good if, if we put it in the nursing homes first and so forth. I said, well, if you want to do the for most good, then you should first, uh, you should first uh, inoculate all of the uh, super spreaders, which means you should probably go stand in front of a bar or in front, of, in front of a fish concert or something like that. Do they still have concerts, Wyatt? Does fish still perform?
4: Uh I actually wouldn't be the one to answer that one for you. I can find yeah, out probably, I sus- but
7: I suspect I suspect I just dated myself. Oh whatever. Well I've already dated <laughs> myself. I'm everyone knows I'm in my sixties. So but my point my point being all scarce goods get get rationed somehow. As an economist, I always start with saying price unless you can tell me why it's wrong here and everybody wants to tell me price is wrong here and i'm telling you i have heard the, the argument about uh, the argument from ethics and i will tell you i find it wanting 6512894477 6512894477 okay if i if i can buy the opportunity, if i can buy an opportunity to get to the front of the line i it It would seem to me it would work it would be a better situation than this wheel of misfortune that I'm holding in my hand, because guess what? I actually won't have to wait because somebody decided that university employees are essential workers, and honestly, I don't know why that's true. 651-289-4477. We'll be right back. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440.
0: And cyberspace.
7: And I am proud
2: to be a member. And of I'm you. proud to serve in the United and States. And I am proud to protect our country.
4: Proud to serve in the U.S. Air
3: Force Reserve.
0: AFReserve.com.
7: Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Wasn't my plan to start, this, start the show today with this, this story, but it's just it, it, I, I've had a few things on my uh, mind uh, about this and, and wanted to be sure that I had that covered them in some detail. I again mentioned to you uh, this all started with a, what I thought was an excellent piece by, uh, by John Cochran trying to talk about how, who gets the vaccine. How do you, how do you decide that? and and in part he was inspired by a piece that was a, a, a op-ed in the uh, Wall Street Journal by Scott Gottlieb uh who was at one point uh, I want to say he was formerly uh uh was yeah he was commissioner of the food and drug administration uh for a while and he's on the board of Pfizer whose drug was approved yesterday on VC day as we're now calling it and i um and and he now has to talk about who will, and so he titles his commentary "Who will get the COVID vaccine 1st I'll tweet this at the break to you. It's a, it, it's from some days ago, but, uh, but, and he di- identifies himself as being on 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 the uh, on the list. By spring, there may be enough supply to vaccinate about fifty million people a month, but initially there won't be enough doses to vaccinate everyone at risk of COVID complications. Now. Let me stop there for a minute. We're going to talk, and I'm going to defer this conversation to the next hour. But clearly, that's part of why people are still talking about the economy growing a little slowly. That's why we're talking about, you know, why, why do I still see, I think, I think the fourth quarter is going to be good. I think the first quarter is going to be good. I think the second quarter could be great. And this is my tease for the next hour. Why do I think the second quarter and and the third quarter could be great? And tie to that, how I would structure any COVID relief bill that might come out of Congress. Um, once back to back to back to uh, Scott Gottlieb. Decisions on allocating vaccines are up to the states, which is interesting because the states themselves did not pay for Operation Warp Speed. That was paid out of the CARES Act. But they've decided that they're going to, and I believe it's in the act itself, that the distribution would be left to to the 50 states, but they have to be approved by the federal government. So no state could step forward And and offer the vaccine without, you know, using a mechanism to that incorporates the price system unless the federal government approved it. And once they approved it, they'd have to approve it for anyone. So it's not likely to happen. This is not to say that I think it was that Operation Warp Speed was a mistake. No, it's a it's a ringing success. It, it is one of the great successes, you know, I, I've been tweeting from time to time that science has had a great year. You know what else has had a great year? Operation Warp Speed, okay, of using, of using a, a, a quasi-market mechanism to increase the vaccine. What, what happened, as we talked about at our, our, our seminar here at SCSU earlier this week, is we compressed the time frame. By injecting the government as the guarantor that you could produce the vaccine while you were still going through the testing process. Now, I would contend that you could have taken the vaccine. There was a vaccine. I mean, they had, a, they had the genetic sequence and a test messenger RNA vaccine available as early as March. But... The FDA decided we we really need to test it to make sure that we can tell people it's safe before we put it out there. I could go a long time down that road. I'm not going to today, okay? And if you want to talk about that, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. You can do that. I'm just not. I've got too many things I want to talk about. We only have two hours. I don't have time for that today. Maybe we'll find time to talk about it next week. We'll see Um. And so t- so Gottlieb is writing about what what should we have here the c d c guidelines aren't aren't binding but will heavily influence state decision making uh c d c is giving everybody th- these outlines and this is indeed where this chart that i this graphic that I tweeted to you before that's on the front page of today's Wall Street Journal comes from. It, is, it says, based on the timing of first dose, uh, sources, Department of Health and Human Services, vaccination goals, CDC for prioritization, and size of the various groups. So this is the CDC guideline that's in this particular chart. Goals include preserving human life, Reducing the size and scope of the epidemic and mitigating health disparities, especially among low-income Americans. Um, and he writes, blacks, Hispanics, and indigenous communities are bearing a disproportionate share of the disease and death. Right. I. I think those are very laudable goals, all of them. That does not mean that we couldn't use the market mechanism to sort out those people who are like on just either side of that 65 plus border, those people who are called essential workers but who could in fact work from home. I have a number of people. I mean, we're all called essential workers in in state univers in the universities by the by Governor Walz's uh, directives. But some of us could wait for a vaccine and continue to work from home while others who kind of need to be front-facing to help our students probably should get the vaccine before I do. Even if they're half my age. Could Could a different allocation mechanism make that better? And that's really all it's about. Nothing will be perfect, but I'm saying we could make it better by relying on the private decision-making of individuals who know their own situations. Remember, we all have this, this pretty good alternative to receiving the vaccine. We can, so we can take preventative steps by masking, physical distancing, not visiting people, delaying your vacation, delaying going to the concert, delay going to the restaurant, by a few extra months. In some sense, I can get compensated for that, right? I could I could, in fact, tell people, if you really need the vaccine, great, go get it now. But if you're willing to wait and not get the vaccine till July, I'll give you six hundred dollars. Seems to be a popular number these days. All right? So here's the thing. You can you can take preventative steps and go without the vaccine, or you can get the vaccine now, and if you wait, I'll pay you six hundred bucks. Could that help? Now, it's not the best mechanism, and I don't really love the idea that people are doing, doing that. But, but honestly, rather than sending, sending a, a stimulus check up front, I really, really wish the stimulus could be applied in a way that could induce better behavior and get the vaccine to the people who actually will know whether or not they need it right now or whether they could wait a few months. Because that's really what this is about. This is the whole theme of today's show. This is about timing, right? Where There are not enough vaccines immediately for everyone who wants one to stick their arm out and get it. So how do we decide? Right now, we have a government deciding. And the government has because the government paid for those vaccines. And we should be grateful for that because without that, that process takes a lot longer. No one invests in the mass production of the vaccine until they know it's going to get by the FDA. And I will not rant on the FDA again today. That's not my point. My point is very simple. We, we can, given that, those are it, that the vaccine is controlled by public health officials, what advice could we give them to allocate it in the best way to both vaccinate those who need it And get the economy moving as fast as we can, as fast as we can, to stop the impact of unemployment, all of the all of the other illnesses that are caused by 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 loneliness that are happening right now. All of that can be done, and I think it can be done better than the way we're doing it right now. I'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440.
4: Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley.
2: Get a $4,000 whole house water softener system for just $2,000 through this special offer from Commerce Water and this station. The Vortex whole house water softener from Commerce Water eliminates hardness and chlorine with just one tank, saving you money, water, and resources. The result is crystal clear, soft, odor-free water. There's only one of these half-price water systems. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab, then Half Price offers, or call the station now at 651-289-4413. Get a great gift for the truck owner in your life for half price from Rhino Linings and Business 1440. Tough Grip Rhino Lining is recognized as the world's number one spray-on truck bed liner. Regular price, $500. Yours now for half off, $250. It's the perfect gift for the hunter, fisherman, landscaper, any truck owner on your list. There are a limited number available. Find details on the Business 1440 website under half price offers, or call Business 1440 now to get your Rhino truck bed liner.
3: Are you a member of our rewards program?
0: Yeah. I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for that rewards card you can't seem to find. At Business 1440, we simplify the process. All of the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Business VIP Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. Sign up at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at Minneapolis.SalemSurround.com. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. We were going to write something flashy about streaming us at Radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple too. Listen to Business 1440 at Radio.com
7: welcome back King Bang's show business 1440 I'll get off the, we're going to transition off this topic in a moment but but just a couple last a couple last thoughts about it to make sure make sure we do it uh make sure I get this right I tweeted to you just now the the article from John Cochran I found it in my in my news reader and uh, sent it sent it out to you called free market vaccines. The question is, and and again the question is why not? I, they're not free market because we've already used tax funds to produce them. The question is how to so it, the question is how to distribute them, and the question is why not the price system? And I think I think John's largely correct on this point. Most of the reason we don't want to do it is because We're uncomfortable with the idea that it will end up in the hands of rich people. We don't like that. It doesn't feel right. Indeed, from Gottlieb's uh, uh, Gottlieb's editorial, right? Um, Mitigating, you know, one of the goals, it was mitigating health disparities, especially among low-income Americans, and then identifying that people of color Uh, are bearing disproportionate disproportionate share of the disease and death. And you're right. Wealth is health. Wealthier people tend to live longer because they have access to better health care. My point has been very simple. Nothing in this particular distribution mechanism is going to stop that. So maybe the better plan would be if you want to do that. The point the point is and, and the way the way uh Cochrane puts it is don't use the price system to redistribute income. Right? Don't use it that way. If you wanted to if you wanted to do a redistribution, it's pretty simple, okay? Um right? You, you can do that if you want to distribute, distribute it into low-income communities. Go out, buy it, pay for it with visible taxes so that we all know that's what we're doing. But there's nothing in doing that that would prevent the possibility of permitting. Of permitting. Pfizer from producing an extra five, let's say, two million doses of the vaccine. Turning around and putting them on the open market as the Serum Institute of India is. By preventing Pfizer from doing that, you've basically shifted the money that that the rich would have given to Pfizer, which you don't want because you just think it's not fair, well, they're just going to give that they're just going to give that money to American and United and Delta and take take uh, planes to Mumbai and New Delhi and they're going to get shots there. So you've just taken the money away from Pfizer and decided that you're going to give it to the airlines and to Indian hotels. All right? There's a better way to do this. Let them buy it on the market. If, if you really want to transfer cash to people in marginalized communities, well, there's a simple answer to that. You can attach a small tax onto it. You could say, well, okay, that shot's going to cost you, say, $70 from Pfizer. We're going to assess a 10% excise tax. We're going to get $7 for every shot, of, shot a wealthy person gets on the side. I don't know if it's going to be seventy or seven hundred, whatever it is. We're going to send, we're going to take a, we're going to tax an extra ten percent as an excise tax, and we're going to use that to help uh, pay for the program to get free shots to people in marginalized communities. I haven't any problem with that. In fact, I kind of think I, I kind of think I'd probably end up supporting that, and thinking it's probably a pretty good policy. It still steers the economy better because those people who get who get the vaccine in the open market have identified that they are people for whom the benefit of the vaccine is greater than the cost, including the marginal cost of, of taking a few months away. There probably are people who are who are able to produce more and therefore the economy will bounce back faster by having this side mechanism in place. And you can't stop it. All you've done by barring that transaction is send those people to some other country to get it. Not probably the best way, not probably not the best way to do that. So vaccines here, VC day is here. And what does that mean for an economic forecast of 2021? What does that mean for that? That relief bill or stimulus part four, whatever you call that thing, we'll get to that right after these messages. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440.
3: Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned.
4: Hi, this is PJ from PJ's Appliance Outlet, your local, family-owned, and operated appliance store. No matter where you live in the Twin Cities, PJ's is worth the drive. We're centrally located in Plymouth. Just this past month, we've had satisfied customers from Maple Grove, St. Paul, Minneapolis, Eden Prairie, Bloomington, all over the Twin Cities. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores by simply providing over-the-top customer service, great quality products at unbeatable prices. PJ's has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You can save hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars on brand-new, warranted, name-brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers, dishwashers and freezers, top brands like LG, Frigidaire, and much more. Come visit our showroom today and ask for PJ, Bob, or Jake, or visit our website at PJsApplianceOutlet.com. That's PJsApplianceOutlet.com, where every deal is a steal.
8: High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, Chances are you'd look good in stripes, too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to
6: sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com.